wait, we should say putting the T in TLC. TLC. That's so, okay, well, genius alert. <laughs> Okay, the way I literally forgot to introduce us, I am so sorry. I'm Abo Gilmore, my co-host is Sophie Grace Clark, and today we are talking about TLC's Match Me Abroad, episode two. <laughs> Stunning. Um, oh, that's working. Hello. Desperately, desperately wish that we had just gotten that singing part on record record (laughs) (laughs) sophie and i sort of just had a beautiful singing moment it was really quite stunning and um unfortunately you guys will never be able to experience it because it was a one-time only thing yeah so um guys we're back and i have no excuses i we've been busy i don't know what do you want from us (laughs) oh we had a lung infection i had yeah i have a chronic lung infection unfortunately um and we're also just both busy, busy gals. Yeah. Living the city life. We have, like, the opposite issue where with, with podcasts. Where, like, I feel like for podcasts, you don't have to be good looking, but you do have to have a voice. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we're very good looking, but we don't always have a voice. We're so, we're so hot. We're so yeah. hot, we don't always have a voice. Um, and you know what? You guys can live with that. Um, so let's start talking about Match Me Abroad episode two. Yeah. What did we say at the top of the last episode? Do you even remember? What was yeah. our games? The game is, what did you do this week that made you marriage material? Oh, okay. Marriage material. Um, I recently started taking up pole dancing classes. <gasps> oh my God, yes. So that sort of sexy hot wife material, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's hot as hell. Yeah. How about you, Soph? Um, that's a good question. I've done a lot of things this week that make me should be banned from New York City, honestly. And we're about to ban you. Yeah. I've done nothing good this week. (laughs) Nothing morally good. Um, I traveled to go see a very good friend of mine, and I, like, traveled across state lines, Mm -hmm. and that proves that I am loyal, and that's good. She's loyal, folks. She's loyal. Yeah. And I can attest to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's a good friend. Um, and that translates to being a good spouse. Yeah, because then you want to marry your best friend. Or no, some I, like all those no. all those memes that are like me dancing at my yeah. best friend's <laughs> after they just said they married their best friend. I'm like, that's gonna be me. Yeah, come uh, on. Every time my friends get married. Um, match your rod episode two. So uh, we're starting with Stanika, um, and she's talking to her matchmaker. And the matchmaker's talking about... How, was there something else that we said at the beginning or no? No, I think that was it. We had one other thing, but maybe it was towards the end. Wait, I can check my notes from last time, but... Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, the ones at the end were unmatched matchmaker and... What was the bad one? Unmatched matchmaker and... Oh, like divorce or deal breaker? I don't know. Mm. Oh, wait. Um, like, who would we match with? with the people yes who would we match them with unmatched matchmaker was mm-hmm. there a third one or no I think that was that. We, we're not slapping anyone's wrist they're all kind of nice oh we can be like who should get a divorce <laughs> yeah okay 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 um so all right stanika is talking to nina and um stanika is an anxious person and mm. as an anxious person we all are literally all of us um i feel great <laughs> <laughs> Actually, never felt better. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can tell that she's so, so anxious about this mm-hmm. because she has no history with dating and she's doing it for the first time in reality TV. 
Yeah. I mean, she literally says, like, this is the day that she confirms for real that she's never been on a first date. Yes. Never been on a first date. This is crazy. And she's especially nervous because she's like, there's no pictures involved. Like, Nina, the matchmaker, doesn't show a picture mm-hmm. of him or I think of maybe even her to him. I don't know how that works. Um, but she, so she's arriving in Morocco. And I, for a second, I was like, does Tanika think that her chauffeur that's picking her up at the airport is the date? <laughs> I think that she gets excited because he is really hot. He and is. I think she's like, oh my God, everybody in Morocco is really hot. <laughs> she's like, if a chauffeur could be this hot, then like that's... the world is no bounds. <laughs> like, that's not really. Okay. That's so funny. Because for a second, I was like, does she think that she got off the plane into her first date? Because oh, that would be crazy. That would be. Wait, I had. Okay. This is kind of a tangent, but yeah. it's good advice. Um, I had a friend of mine in high school and whenever he was feeling like bad about his body, mm-hmm. he would look up celebrities who were really hot at the airport because nobody looks good at the airport. Yeah. And he, but then he got distressed because I think it was like Lord or something looked amazing at the airport. And he was like, ugh. Typical. Yeah. But do that if you ever feel bad about yourself. So we're going back to Susan, which I, I have such mixed takes on Susan. Mm. Um, I, out of pocket completely, she's giving her dog wine. Yeah. And you know what I'm offended by? Somebody somebody told me that I seem like I would buy cat wine for my cat. <laughs> somebody re- literally sent me like an ad on Instagram that was like cat wine and they were like, I don't know why I feel like you would get this. <laughs> no, but I feel like okay, last episode you were like, I don't talk to my cat that way. Yes you do. <laughs> Every single time Opa was hanging out with Manny, she was are you not the most beautiful thing in the entire world? She's literally the most perfect angel I've ever I seen mean, in my she life. Is the most <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But you talk to many like Susan talks to her dog. Okay, I don't lick her on the mouth. No, that's too far. That's true, that's true. Um, and listen, I would not get many cat wine because she wouldn't drink it, all right? She likes one treat and it's those ones that I have right there, the little yeah. creamy ones. I wrote, okay, I said Susan is a boy mom to her dog. Yes! That makes sense. Oh my god, she's such a... Because I think she gives a little bit, not like other girls, and that's why we think she acts like a boy mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and mean, she's like obsessed with it and like every single thing it does and she's like this is a perfect genius baby yes. boy oh my god this yeah like, that's how mothers act around their, their sons that they're yeah that's <laughs> so true okay her matchmaker is juan who is matchmaking not just her but someone else who's arrives later in this episode mm-hmm. um she gives the dog wine but this is what i realized I, it wasn't even specifically dog wine she gives him the wine that she's drinking oh yeah she's, is that legal i no. i, I don't think, think dogs are supposed to get drunk I, I heard, okay, this is, I heard that if dogs get high, they, like, never yes, fully sober up, mm-hmm. which is very disturbing. Yeah. Because, same. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know about, uh, no, I don't think they should be drinking. Yeah, I think it's probably not supposed to drink, but I, she could have given him, like, water in a wine glass. I don't know why. Anyways. So, um, Juan is pitching her first date to her, but I mean, it's a pitch in the sense that he's telling her about it, but it's already set up, right? Mm-hmm. And it's this guy, Miguel, and um, he's talking about how Susan has such a big list, such a long list of things that she requires. And she goes, I don't think that's true. And then in a minute, she goes <laughs> back to like the hundred things that she requested. TLC editors will rot in hell, but in the best possible way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you guys are honestly <laughs> creative icons, I'll say. Yeah. Um, so she has a huge list of things that she wants, and it, they just introduce... Listen, I think this show moves a little slowly. I'll mm-hmm. say it. I think it moves a little slowly. Okay, so we just hear her talking with the matchmaker before the date. 
we finally get introduced to Natalie. Yeah. She's Sri Lankan. She's 25. Incredibly young. Super young. And she has red hair, which is kind of your thing. Yeah, and that's so. mean. <laughs> that's really rude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, um, of course, I'm a natural redhead. <laughs> that, obviously, of course. Famously. <laughs> And she's obsessed with Columbia for some reason. She, like, studied abroad there or something, and she's obsessed with it. Yeah. Oh, me with London. Um, <laughs> and, oh, God. She she did her little thing where she's like, I'm a little crazy. I was like, okay, creaky girl. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, we find out pretty quickly that, like, she's, she is young, but it's because her mom is trying to set her up with an arranged marriage. Yes. So it actually makes a lot of sense for her to be looking for something serious because her life revolves around, like, something more serious in the future. And it's clear that the mom is is talking about this all the time. I mean, yes, TLC could have told her to do that. This woman does not look like someone who would let TLC to tell her what to do. No. I feel like she's bringing that up on her own. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's really weird about being sexy. Yeah, well, she, like, I mean, she is really hot. She's gorgeous. She's really Literally so gorgeous. And she's like, but I'm weird. I'm not sexy. And I'm like... I think it's more like she's just not comfortable in her body. Yet. Exactly. Like she has from, like a body yaddy yaddy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't think she's comfortable in it. It comes from a place of insecurity, obviously, but I just wish that she wasn't <laughs> insecure. Yeah. Because it stresses me out that she's like, what's sexy? Because first of all, she is hot. And then second of all, it sort of gives like quirky girl, manic pixie dream girl. I love it, yeah. I love that she's requiring that her future husband has a bidet. It was like, her mom was like, what do you like about Colombian men? And she was like, they have bidets. Yeah. I was like, they also have those, you know, in kind of LA. Everywhere, except could... for, like, America for the most part. Yeah. We have one, though. Yeah, Tushy. We're not sponsored. <laughs> I don't even think ours is Tushy. Oh, that's the only one I know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It is from Amazon, but oh, I have to leave out Amazon. Um, and now we get back to Harold, and he arrives in Prague. He's feeling really optimistic and stuff. He has... Like, very first conversation he gets in the car, the matchmaker picks him up from the airport. She goes, mm-hmm. how tall are you? Oh, God. <laughs> it's giving it's giving every girl on dating apps, how tall are you? <laughs> it's also, like, I guess if we're, because we already talked about this last episode, but, like, mm-hmm. if we're going to have a neurodivergent person on the show, then I think, like, obviously, like, that adds into how we're talking about him, but it yes. also is just, like, oh, you, you are just like anybody else at a certain point, and it's, yeah. like, oh, yeah, you're lying about your height. Okay. <laughs> like, every awesome guy, lying. every guy loves to. Yeah. Every five six guy loves to say they're five eight. And tell me about it. And that's why I kind of listen. I famously date short kings. You guys know this. I probably mentioned it before. I famously date short kings. My ex is shorter than me. Even if he was listening to this, he's like, "No, I'm not." Yeah, <laughs> you were. Yeah, 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 you were. We were both five six though. So make that math add up. Yeah. Men lie. I um, and it's so weird to me because like. Obviously, I'm someone that doesn't really care about height. No. I literally still obsessed with this guy that uh, that you met, who is truly my height, mm-hmm. um, five six, and five eight to me, average, so average. Yeah. I get why, after seeing that his first date with the woman, because her immediate thing was like, "Oh, I'm immediately not attracted to him because he's not tall," and I was like, and yeah. I and I believe that some girls are like that. I don't think men are lying about that. I believe that some women are like. My thing is like I think I'm definitely more initially attracted to someone if they're tall. Just like if I'm at yeah. a bar, unfortunately, I'll be honest. The guys that I'm looking for tall. <laughs> but, and, l- and let me tell you guys, Sophie truly five one. I I, <laughs> I am five one in that I went to a I was at a Pilates class and the beautiful wafy blonde instructor asked me how tall I was so she could adjust the machine and I said five one and she went. 
oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But, so, he's like, give me a man a foot taller. But, again, the person I've been obsessed with, and it's not healthy. <laughs> also, short gang. You know? What if they listen to this? I'm just, like, at this point, it's yeah, good. Yeah. I um, think they probably do, to be honest. But, um, um, but, yeah, I feel like... At a certain point, height doesn't matter. Initial attraction, I get that people are yeah. going to be initially... Because that uh, biologically makes sense, I guess. You want, like, a big, strong man um, to make children with so that your kids are also big and strong. I'm constantly gathering. Yo, I, and I'm always gathering. Look at my room. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of stuff I've gathered. Huge. The gathering. <laughs> um... But I think, like, once you get to know someone a little better, like, you really don't care about height anymore. No. Like, at all. Yeah. Also, I'll be honest, sex is better with someone who's closer to your height. Yeah. So I had a boyfriend in college who was six foot four, and we literally couldn't have sex and kiss at the same time. Yeah. Like, it didn't work. And kissing is better uh, when you're around the same height, and kissing yeah. sometimes is sex, so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. There's the conversation where she, the matchmaker's like, how tall are you? He goes, 5'8". She goes, I think you're 5'6". Uh-huh. And he goes... He's really uncomfortable, clearly. He's like, uh, well, maybe I was shrinking with age. I don't know. Because, you know, what do you say? But I, well, be honest, obviously, especially if you're doing such, like, a matchmaking is so serious. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't a Tinder where you're putting your height, whatever. No. This is, like, she is trying to find you a wife. Yeah. And you need to be 100% honest in your matchmaking thing. Yeah. Um, she said he has young boy energy, which this is going to be a tricky thing to talk about because... Mm-hmm. Where does, where is the line with like, obviously he is on the spectrum and that is likely con- contributing to the energy that she's getting, that she's picking up on. But he also, he is like a, a quirky guy. Yeah. He is like a painter and he has a twin size bed. You know, I, I understand, but it seemed mean the way she said it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he went to Eastern Europe to look for very straightforward women. Yeah. And they are going to be very straightforward. And like, and that is... Yeah. <laughs> and it can be read as mean. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that is true. Uh, now we're back at Stanika, um, and she's talking to Nina, and she's like, Nina, you're coming on the date with me, right? Oh, yeah. Matchmakers always come on the dates with them. Uh-huh. That's normal. Mm. I Can you imagine having a... Sh- like, chaperone for a date, that's giving Duggars. That's giving 19 kids in county. <laughs> It's giving you guys can't even hold hands no. before getting married. Um, so that was funny, but I, I, it's just adding to the fact that we know Stanika's really stressed and anxious about this date. Um, and then she says, I wrote this quote down because I feel very strongly about this. I hope he likes what he sees. Yeah. This is something I have talked about with a lot of people. Um, specifically plus-size people who are dating because... Our immediate thought, and I'm all women probably, you know, my experience is only as a plus size woman, but we're always concerned that the person we're going to be on a date with is not going to like us. And yet we're not concerned that we're not going to like them. Well, constantly. I'm like, my, yeah. at this point in my life, because I've, <laughs> I've evolved. Um, I'm like, I hope I like this person. I already know they're going to be obsessed with me. I'm perfect. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But like. It is definitely a body image issue, in my opinion, that line. Well, of course, yeah. And it's just, it's a change in mindset that people need to get up on. I mean, she was saying last episode, like, the reason she's never dated is because of her size. Yes. And, like, that's just not a good 
place to be starting from. No. It's just not. Mm-mm. Which, like, obviously there's nothing you can do about that. Like, that's the way that she sees the world. Like, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, and then to be going into your first date. It, I mean, it, like, because it's her first date, like, she didn't have these experiences as a teenager. Like, I feel like when you're that young, mm-hmm. that's a normal time to be thinking, like, oh, am I pretty enough for them? Like, am yes. I just enough, bad enough? She's so in her 30s. Yeah, and she's having in her the, 30s, yeah. Yeah. Just, it's oof. tricky. Yeah. Um... So, now we're on Susan's date. Susan's at this, like, rooftop. It seems a little bougie place in Colombia. And we have her date, Miguel, who is rich and has hair. And apparently has, according to Juan, has a lot of items from her checklist. And here's the thing, and I'm noticing this in the third episode as well, is that these matchmakers are testing. They're testing the people. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, you say you want all of this? Okay, here's a person with all the things you want. Oh, yeah. see, see how much you like them. Quan, I think he hates Susan. <laughs> oh, yeah. He absolutely hates Susan. He does not like her. I mean, if we're saying she's likable, we're lying, to, to be honest. Oh, she's... You think Susan's likable? No, like, she's... <laughs> Here's, like, I wrote up here, like, I was like, she should go to Israel. Mm. Because I don't think she's Jewish, but, like, Israeli men are monsters. But they are very used to, like, opinionated... So hot? Women. Oh. Oh, and hot. Hot monsters. Um, but, like... Israeli women, I think, especially more middle-aged, yeah. are, like, more like her. Where they're like, I need this and I need that, and I'm, like, not going to fuck around with anything else. And, like, yeah. very, very straightforward and, like, kind of mean. Yeah. And I don't know. I think if she's going to match me abroad, she should have gone to Israel. Yeah. That would make sense to me. Um, I This date, I'm almost triggered by, I, which my therapist told me I should stop using the word triggered, but sorry. Sorry, Noreen, if you're listening to this. <laughs> Let's unpack that. <laughs> She's like, you're using triggered to avoid uh, figuring out how you actually feel about a situation. And I was like, okay. Well, I feel well, triggered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> um, so th- they're talking, which is a generous way of saying that Miguel is talking at her. And she can't even get a word in edgewise. Like, I, yeah. what? But like this date, we've all been on this. Oh, wait. Can I read the really mean joke that I wrote? Please. <laughs> One of the big things on her list is the guy has to have hair. And I said, if she's trying to date guys with hair, then beware the Brooklyn comedy scene. Because <laughs> those men are balding. And that's, and that's on Inside Baseball. Yeah. Um, but also on Reels, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys probably see the Reels. Um, Anywho, that was mean. Yeah, no, it was funny. Uh, so Miguel's talking at her, and he's loving it. He's loving the date because she's sitting there not saying anything, and he gets to brag about himself. Mm-hmm. Which, that's why I like dates. <laughs> But it's cool and feminist when I do it. I do it. Okay, so many people are always like, oh, the guy talked the entire time. And I'm like, oh, I talked the entire time. Yeah, I'm that. And and this is why I'm also triggered because, (laughs) you know, I did Love is Live. Mm -hmm. And our friend, our good friend, uh, Mitchell Lippett, was also on the show. And um, he, the last, I won, by the way. I won the round. And the last round is like you finally see them face to face and you do like a quick little five minute date. And then afterwards, Mitchell came up to me and said, you did the thing that straight men do on dates where you only talk about yourself and never ask her a question. Yeah, the same. And I said, <laughs> uh, incredibly hurtful and incredibly true. I... <laughs> I've only, it's truly only have happened to me once where I was on a date where that happened. And about half of the day, I realized what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I am not going to ask this man a single question yeah. until he asked me a question. Yeah. And he talked for another hour. It was astounding. <sighs> I, 
Where do they learn this behavior? How has nobody corrected it? It's, it was really, it was really a, like an incredible feat to watch. <laughs> the monologue for the ages. Yes. And my favorite thing is he goes, a direct quote from him, we have yeah. so many things in common. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> name, name three that she also said that she does. Like what? Everything, yeah. oh, that you both travel. Because she said, she's like, yeah, I love traveling. He goes, I actually went to Spain for uh, three months before the pandemic. So she's starting to talk about, and he just, he's uh, bulldozing the conversation. And I think the really hard part about watching the scene is that he does not get it. No. And it's so obvious with the editing and everything. It was amazing. Yes, the editing was excellent. We actually love you guys at, at Match Me Abroad, the editing team. Um, and uh, we would we would march for you in a strike if you guys Yeah, if you're, they might. They're, <laughs> they like, might. having a vote soon. Yeah. We'll see. And, um, and then he did, okay, I have actually never seen this in the wild before, mm-hmm. ever. I thought this was, like, a thing in movies. But he literally ordered for her. Like, he ordered her dinner. Yes. What? He was like, you want to get some something to eat? She's like, I'm just sort of feeling like a snacky thing. He goes, okay, I'll have the steak. And uh, she'll have, I don't even remember what he ordered for her. But it was something. I don't think she indicated what she wanted. No, she never said. Besides something small. Yeah. Which, the funny thing about that to me is that she wanted to order something snacky and small so that she could leave quickly. But I feel like he could have read it as, like, she wants to be skinny on the date. She wants to not eat on the date. And that's why he was like, and I'll get the big manly steak. <laughs> I said she got steak stuck. <laughs> I actually love her for that. The steak stuck, that was funny. I'm sorry, Susan, you had a funny moment. That was hysterical. I think she has some Sagittarius placements in her. Um, sure. <laughs> uh, there, if there's too many astrology podcasts going around, otherwise I would do one. Um, she goes, Miguel is arrogant which is so obvious, but I will say a lot of the things on her list are going to lead to an arrogant guy, in my opinion. Yeah, especially if they're still single in their mid-40s. Literally, yeah. Yeah, that means they're they're a dick. Yeah. Sorry. You got to find someone who's like a nice guy who is like divorced on amicable terms. I don't... (laughs) Widowed. (laughs) Oh. No, that's the best situation. Yeah, widowed would be a best situation. Yeah. So she's steak stuck. She's in the bathroom for who knows how long, 20 minutes, maybe. She comes back. She's like, sorry about how, how long that took, which I would never say that on a date. What? They're going to think I'm pooping. Like. <laughs> I feel like I was having a miscarriage. <laughs> <laughs> Just casually. Than and then he'd be like, anyways, so the time I spent in Spain, I spent in Spain, um, she's steak stuck. And then she's like, oh my God, it's going to start to rain. This is perfect. We have an, I have an easy out with mm-hmm. the rain. And, uh. They kind of quickly put a roof on the rooftop. When that was happening, I was like, this is a horror movie. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, it's pouring rain. And this is the thing is that, so they scatter and go to completely opposite sides of the bar to hide from the rain. And she points it out. She's like, you know, it's a bad sign when you're on a date and it starts pouring rain and you scatter in opposite directions. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, if my like inherent fight or flight uh, response. I don't even know if that's the right term for this situation. Is to like run really far away from this man and not be like, oh, it could be comforting if I'm close yeah, to him. Yeah, kind of to me. That should be. But this guy has zero intuition and zero ability to read the room. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> he's literally talking over her the entire time. And he goes, "You don't want dessert." He's. It's almost like they told him to like try to drag it out as long as possible. Like what? There must have been. I mean. Like, to be that age and not be able to read the room yeah. is astounding. Yes. It's, it's really, it's interesting. Yes. 
even if like it's your second language like there's still like oh, and he, well, yeah but he spoke english really well so yeah. like i'm not even concerned about that second language thing um and then the date's finally ending she's like thank god he goes i look forward to going out with you again uh-huh. She goes, I don't think it's really a love connection, which a is way a way that we put it to be nice to men, basically. Yeah. And then he's talking to the camera. He's doing his confessional. He goes, of course, it's not a love connection. Nobody starts with love. Everybody starts as friends. And I'm like, you don't <laughs> of the many things you don't understand. You don't understand that she was gently letting you down. He also said, quote, I don't feel like she hated me. <laughs> Buddy, the world hates you at this point. Yeah, sorry, man. Um, and then, I, I guess she said this. I wrote it down as a quote. She said, he's a dick. Good on paper, though. <laughs> well, yeah, because your idea of paper is, like, I mean, it's very specific. And it's, like, kind of, I don't want to say unimportant attributes, because, you know, some of this is important. Yeah. Money's important. Um... Sometimes being well-traveled is important, uh, but, like, I don't know. I've dated a bald guy. I dated a bald guy when I was, like, 24. Yeah. It's fine. Like, you'll live. I think that I, I hate the saying because it's so annoying when you are single, mm-hmm. which I am. Which we all are. Yeah. If you guys are in love with us, let us know. Please, dear God. Someone, someone Somebody date us. I'm, <laughs> I'm just... No, but, but on that point where I'm, like, there is that saying that's, like, things happen when you least expect them and in the way that you least expect yeah and like yes dating is effort and you do have to put yourself out there and you do have to put yourself in scenarios where Mm -hmm. something could happen but if you have this list of specific needs and specific wants and you won't do anything else yeah then like you are making it harder for yourself like it is i think it is true that like you meet people in unexpected scenarios or people you never would have met if you hadn't done like this specific thing Mm -hmm. and it's just Ugh, I don't know. She just, I feel like she's digging herself into a hole. Yeah. And I genuinely, I think this was like on purpose. Juan, the matchmaker, was like, she's going to hate this guy. Oh, absolutely. And now, <laughs> and now she'll come crawling back to me like, what? Um, so that was sort of the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, who's your unmatched matchmaker? Um, I, you know what? I got to give it up for Juan's technique. Yes. I think he put her on a shitty date, like you were saying, on purpose. Mm-hmm. She's really, really mad at him now because she's like, well, he's a bad matchmaker because he gave yes. me a bad match. Uh. But I think he knows what he's doing, even if he does not like her. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Shout out to Juan. I'll give it to him. Um, I kind of like Nina. I kind of like this. Uh, she's American and she's Middle mm. Eastern. She gets both cultures. And even though it was an insane request that Sonika asked that she go on the date with her, she's just, she acts like it was okay. So, um, I'll give her, I'll give it up to her for that. Um, who would you set up one of these, one of these lovely single people with? No, I, I think like I would set Susan up with like some like middle-aged Israeli guy who just like. He's been yelled at by so many women in his life yes. <laughs> that he'll be okay with her yelling at him. He's maybe is, you know. He probably lives divorced. in Miami. He's probably- yeah, lives in Miami. <laughs> like, owns some sort of like sketchy real divorced. estate building oh, yeah. business. Probably already has his own kids or like nieces yeah. and nephews. Like, I think she would. Has she really- said that she's okay with someone that has kids? No, she's not. Uh... I wonder if that's on the list because that would be really limiting at that point. Yeah, like you're no dating kids. men in their like 40s and 50s, they're gonna have kids probably. To be yeah. honest, yeah. I don't know. I think she would do 
rate with with some Israeli American guy. I feel like we had a cute term for this game, but I don't remember it. I'll have to listen to the episode to remember <laughs> it. The first episode. Um, I would like to set up. Um, Natalie with myself. I yeah, she's hot as hell. <laughs> she's so hot. Is there any chance that she likes women? I don't. <laughs> Girlie, I will teach you how to be sexy. Uh, so yeah. Um, was that it? We had unmatched matchmaker. We had who would you set up with? Oh, we said what made you say I do and what made you say I don't this episode. Okay. Yeah. I don't was Miguel speaking over Susan the whole time. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, yeah, I don't wasn't ordering her food. I didn't know people did that. Yeah. I've never seen that in my life. Yeah. Order- that was crazy. I do is when Susan said steak stuck, because I, <laughs> I thought that was a really strong alliteration. That was, no, that was <laughs> spectacular. Yeah. I think I do was, um, oh, Stanika's chauffeur at the airport. He was really hot. Yeah, he yeah. was. Awesome. All right. We'll Thank see you guys you for, for the next episode. Yeah. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.